Hi, everybody. Welcome to Queers and Soaps. I'm Tommy, and tonight I am joined by Dana. Hi. <laughs> I'm very excited because Dana has graciously offered to come on this journey with me to relive one of my childhood uh, favorite shows ever, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, funny enough, last week was its 26th anniversary, so that's why it kind of came back into my consciousness. <laughs> what when we were talking about it initially i was thinking this was like er earlier in the 90s than it was and then when i looked up when it aired i was like no actually this is exactly the type of time where i would be in like my preteen area like y2k mm -hmm. yeah uh, and i was like oh, why didn't i watch this this is weird it's probably because i was too rebellious so, like this is way <laughs> too, cool. too mainstream um, you know i was 12 <laughs> i was 12 oh, about yeah. to be 13 okay. yeah, yeah. Something um, like that. Yeah, I graduated in 2004, so I was just getting into high school when this was airing. -ish. Okay. Wait, when when was your, when, what grade for high school for you? Uh, 2004, I graduated. So I got into oh. high school at 2000. So, like, oh. of, okay. like, right in the middle, yeah, of where the show runs. So, like, I was, I guess, like you said, like 12, 13, 14, you know? I was 2003, so I was a year above yeah, you. <laughs> but enough about us. I will roll the credits and we will get into the pilot of Dawson's Creek. Yes. So the pilot, I don't know the exact date, but it started in January of 1998. Um, we open with Joey and Dawson, childhood best friends. They're 15 now. And mm -hmm. they're having one of their um, annual movie nights. Apparently, Joey sleeps over a lot. <laughs> yeah. In the bed. I, I was wondering if it's like a weekend <laughs> type deal. The way they made it sound like you always sleep over, like all the time. Yeah, like and that's our Saturday night thing. <laughs> yeah, like regular weekend chill hang. And they're about to start high school. For them, 10th grade is when they start, apparently. Um, uh, and Joey kind of has, as they joke, a thang for Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, is it all a little? She's like trying to make it seem like it's they're getting older. The relationship's going to change. It's not, you know, it's just getting older. It has nothing to do with how he feels. Or how he feels. She's like trying to push it actually onto him. Like you're the one that's gonna feel some type of way about me in bed. Yeah. You know, like you know, don't come at me with that. I'm nothing over here or whatever. Right. <laughs> She's like, I have breasts and you have genitalia. And he's yeah. like, I've always had genitalia. She's like, Yeah, but there's more of it now. <laughs> I will say, like, I thought initially during this whole conversation, I was like, what 15-year-olds talk like this? I don't know them. Who are these people? Like, I never met someone so articulate and, like, right. emotionally aware at 15. Right. That's crazy. So it's, Like, crazy to think. 90210 always takes credit for being, like, the first American teen drama that, like, paved the way for all these other teen dramas. But Dawson's Creek was the first to have... Well, first of all, have teenagers talk like they're not teenagers, but to not yeah. like treat their audience like they were dumb. Like they had them speak a certain way because they trusted that their audience would be smart enough to be able to follow along. Oh my gosh, awesome. That's cool. And in my opinion, I was like, oh. in my opinion, yeah. I feel like they kind of paved the way for Gilmore girls because they were kind of that quick, witty, like back and forth. 
Yeah, that's true too. That's another one that like I heard about and just didn't get into. Don't know why, but I oh want God, to. It's so good. <laughs> It's so good. Any continuing drama is considered a soap opera. I don't really consider that a soap opera, but <laughs> it's good. <laughs> um, so Dawson uh, play wrestles with her, and he's like, "We're friends. Like nothing's gonna change between us. No matter no matter how much body hair we acquire." And right. he's like, "Let's just go to bed." <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, Dawson, sure, whatever you say, bro. Whatever you say. <laughs> Greg was sitting next to me, my boyfriend, um, while I was watching this, and he's never seen it either. But because they were like talking very sexually, he's like, "Why do they talk about sex so much?" <laughs> but they were so aware, like, like the way that she came at him and said, "Like, listen, I'm acknowledging we're gonna get older. Things are gonna change. I think things were already changing for her. That's why she was speaking to it because she already has feelings." Yeah, <laughs> and he's like never happened to us we're above that we're better than that even though like it just shows his naivete in a way like he just doesn't understand and of course and don't take longer to get to their mature level than women do but yeah. it's like a perfect metaphor for that right there in that little bit of dialogue perfect so they get into bed he gets under the covers and they're kind of both like fidgety like because now they've had this uncomfortable conversation that they said they're going to forget about yeah. and he's like why'd yeah. you have to bring it up anyway <laughs> it's like, and, he like looks over thinking about it thinking about it like yeah exactly like her point exactly <laughs> um so then we go into the opening credits which is the original theme song paula cole um i don't want to wait <laughs> um so fun fact, so this is one of the songs that was changed for DVD and streaming. Mm. Um, apparently apparently the in Canada they had a different theme song and that's the theme song that is used on the DVDs. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's so that song and this show are like this. Like you don't think about Dawson's Creek without thinking about this song. Yeah. It's the first song. Like <laughs> first thing that comes to my mind. So if I if I went to put this cuz it's on Hulu too here so like when you sent me the streamers I was like, okay i want to see it in its purest form don't get me wrong mm -hmm. but i was like if i went on and i did not hear that song i'm like what, is, what am i watching i don't even yeah. know what i'm watching this is not this creek i had read a few years ago that when it went back to netflix they restored the original song but i don't think they restored the original music in the episodes oh, okay. so i'm like eh, oh. forget it <laughs> oh my gosh so, so Dawson is an aspiring filmmaker, and he's making a horror movie with Joey as his lead, and his friend PC is also in it playing some kind of monster, like, something. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I always laugh at this because as Joey's getting out of the water when PC like pulls her in, she's always like, you did it again, you grabbed my ass. <laughs> and he's like, like you even have one. <laughs> like as the first introduction to Pacey, it's like perfect now that like, even after the episode, I'm just like, so this is how this guy rolls apparently. Like it's all <laughs> just messy. Just messy, yeah. messy, messy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So as they're all like trying to get their shit together, um, a new girl in town pulls up in a cab, Jen. Um, From New York. 
she um, is going to be staying with her grandmother, which is directly next door to Dawson. Mm -hmm. um, and Joey is immediately like bitchy, like um, possessive of Dawson because she sees that he's very hyper interested in her. <laughs> Side eyeing this girl, literally, the minute he stepped foot out of the taxi, Joey was like, Excuse me? Say what? Who's this? Who? Who? Who is she? I've never heard of her. What? Huh? No, not me. I don't know this woman. <laughs> Apparently, they met when they were younger. Yeah, um, and he's like, "Oh, you look different." And <laughs> Joey just kind of mumbles, "Puberty." Hi, I'm Joey. We've never met. <laughs> there, are, so many one-liners. Joey's just like she peppers her with it all throughout the whole episode. Oh gosh, I'm just like, "Damn, girl, you just take me." And so I keep thinking, I was like, "Again, she's 15." So it's like, of course, she would not make it very subtle. Yeah. The shade. Right. <laughs> this full night over poor Jen. She's trying to live her life. <laughs> um, so apparently Jen's grandfather's aorta aorta. Am I saying that right? Aorta aorta. Aorta. Collapse. Aorta. <laughs> um, so she's coming to stay with her grandmother to help her out. Yeah. Um, but this is a drama, so we should probably suspect mm. that there are other ulterior reasons why she's there. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I believe she her grandmother does say at one point, she's like, you know what happened in New York? Well, my God. Like I mean, that's why I was like, I'm gonna have a real problem. Like, this show is gonna be like I'm gonna feel obsession. So Dawson and um, Pacey work at a video store, RIP Blockbuster, because <laughs> video stores don't <laughs> exist anymore. <laughs> Given like Clerks Fives, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> um, and this very attractive older woman walks in, and Pacey is just like beside himself, like drooling over this woman. <laughs> like, could not keep his jaw off the ground and uh, basically drooling like just and I, I kept like appropriate this is so inappropriate right. <laughs> please don't do that <laughs> um I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that later when we get more into that um so I don't know if you, I don't know if you noticed that I know what you did last summer posters kind of sprinkled throughout the show I did, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's that time frame." I'm like, yeah. "Oh, I'm like, this is literally like the all dripping in Y2K." That's all I could say. Like <laughs> it was the fashion, the baggy shirt. The, it was insane. I was like living, like in or in a tech, like nostalgia. It was <laughs> right. So Kevin Williamson, the creator of the show, who also created Scream, and I know what you did last summer is why you'll see a lot of I Know What You Did Last Summer for, throughout the first season. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, that's, that's really the prime, my prime yeah. teenage years. Right. <laughs> um, so Pacey, this woman is looking for basically romance movies that have to do with sedu uh, older women seducing younger men. So she wants The Graduate. Yeah. <laughs> and Pacey's just got I like can't. a... A boner over there. <laughs> it's incredibly thinly veiled. And I just kept thinking, I'm like, you are an adult woman. And I'm sorry, but like, 
Joshua Jackson at this time is not very mature looking. He's oh. he looks <laughs> like the youngest of all of them. I mean, like nothing against that. I know, like they're pro- they're in their twenties. They have to be because you know what I mean. If they were actually fifteen, we would think they were children. But he's a baby. I, <laughs> I think him, Katie Holmes, and Michelle Williams were seventeen, eighteen. Oh, really? Okay. And James Vanderbeek may have been 20, 21. Oh, because okay. I thought James Vanderbeek looked a little bit older than what 15 would be. Right. You know, because you know, they don't have they don't have their cheese yet. You know, they're still like, you know, growing up at that time frame. So right. it's like, oh, I see that with Katie Holmes. She, she definitely looked very young. And Michelle um, Williams. Joshua Jackson definitely fills out as the series goes on. He looks more. It makes it worse because he's literally the youngest looking out of the group right. so far. <laughs> he's like, he's a and he's the most like, yeah, sexually hyper. <laughs> yeah, that too. It's just like, geez, dude. I think he said like, do something about this dude. And then like immediately after he's like, I'm a virgin. I'm like, Makes so much sense. Okay, now I understand. <laughs> like, literally chomping at the bit to literally have sex with whatever right. at any time. Yes. <laughs> um, him and Dawson at one point walk in and find Dawson's parents having sex on the coffee table. <laughs> and yeah. um, I think that they heard the mom call the father Mr. Manmeat. So he like jokes around with Dawson, should I call you Mr. Manmeat Jr.? <laughs> I didn't realize how like zingery the show was gonna be. I was expecting like high drama like the whole time. It's uh, pretty light. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's literally exactly kind of how you would imagine like a teenage life would be if they fucked in on that. Like, yeah. geez, oh, I need like, oh god, come on. So Dawson sees Jen sitting on the dock and he invites her up to his bedroom. Um mm-hmm. For pure reasons, because Dawson's an idiot, he's not sexual at all. To show her like his movie collection and like his posters and everything. <laughs> like, look, can I show you my stuff? And she's yeah. like, sure, you know, whatever. And oh, just as God. she's in the room, uh, Joey's coming up the ladder that she uses to climb up into Dawson's bedroom. <laughs> uh, and, he's like a golden. Uh. <laughs> and um. Jen's grandmother calls her for her, and as she like sticks her head out, Joey like blends with the ladder because yeah. it's gonna be seen. And when yeah. Jen leaves, when Jen leaves, Joey cr- crawls through her window, and um, mm-hmm. Dawson is watching the news. His mom's a news anchor, and he's like, "I think my mom's having an affair with her co-anchor." He's like, "It's her, her bees." Back to you, Bob, <laughs> and he just keeps rewinding. <laughs> Oh, see, to me, it's like, why would you want to see that? You know what I mean? Like, I was just thinking, like, oh, you're really looking into this a little too deeply, but, you know, okay, whatever, dude. And, of course, Joey's sulking behind him. Right. And she basically tells him that he has a perfect life and that he's just, like, looking for conflict for his next script. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely true. Like... I agree wholeheartedly with that <laughs> in this situation. <laughs> um, so the next day is the first day of school. And were you rocking out to Chumbawamba like I was? 
<laughs> I mean, sure. I, I that was it was like you know it was a bop at the time. It was. It was a bop. It was a bop. I'm not gonna lie. It was. I enjoyed my time with it. <laughs> Every time it would restart again, I was like, I was like singing along with it. <laughs> oh, I found a lot of moments throughout this this episode going like. Oh my god, I forgot about this song. It's a great song. Like, <laughs> oh man. See, it makes a difference. Like hearing that. It does. <laughs> it does. I want to watch it as purely as possible. Like if I could go back in time and watch it on TV with the commercials, that'd be pretty cool too. <laughs> um so Jen walks into a classroom and Joey sees her and she kind of like tries to like hide in her seat. And Jen's like, Oh, I was hoping we'd have a class together. And Joey's like, Oh, well, here we are. Damn, Joey, give Jen a chance. Like, she's not doing anything. Like, girls for girls. Come on, man. Like, this is not a good look on you. This is right. not a good look. I don't like this for you, man. It's not, but then I'm like, they're 15, Dana. Think about it. When you're 15, you were not doing, you were not like making right decisions. You were doing shit like, you know? Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, PC during one of the Chumbawamba like interludes. Pacey's like yeah. balancing a book on his head and the lady from the bookstore walks in and it's his English teacher, Miss Jacobs. <laughs> oh my God, even worse. The situation's worse now. It's worse now. Well, he knows her name from the, from the video store. So he's like, Tamara. And she's like, how about during school hours you just call me Miss Jacobs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this woman is playing with fire. I don't know what's wrong with her. There's right. something wrong. And I'm trying to think, like, also, is, like, at this time frame, when they decided to write this storyline, was this around the same time when those crazy stories about female teachers, like, getting with students? There was, like, a string of teachers. At there the was, weird. yeah. Yeah, you know? And I was like, oh, is this, like, a topical thing? Are they doing a topical plot point? But it's just made me so icky. I hated every interaction the two of them had. It was just like, don't do it. Stop. Well, Stop it. I didn't see back then. I didn't think it was icky. I just, I don't. I guess I didn't really think too hard about it. Like I didn't really like uh, view view it as like statutory rape, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I was just kind of thinking, like, of course, it's like hard. Like, there's the societal thing about you know men and women, like how it's okay when it's an older woman with a younger guy because you know she's gonna teach him the right, you know, whatever. And it's one. creepy when it's reversed, you know. <laughs> Well, there was one famous one. I don't remember their names, but it was a yeah. teacher. And, a kid. and she went to jail, but she, like, had his babies. Yeah. And they're, like, still together. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. So kind of, so, like, that's what I was thinking about because of the timing of, like, the episode and, yeah. and what time it was aired and stuff. So This is one of the first times I've, I remember seeing that on a TV show. And I feel like mm. it was topical at the time. But then going forward, pretty much every teen drama did a similar storyline. Yeah, yeah, because Dawson Creek blew like paved the way. Right. It was like one of the <laughs> ones like that was like the OG one, like you were saying, like nine hundred two one zero. It was basically it. It uh, was it did crawl so others could walk, kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> like even as like well, it's not really new anymore. But Pretty Little Liars had one of their main characters right. dating a teacher. 
yeah. and I rooted for them. Gossip. It wasn't right, but I rooted for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's just it's not okay. It's not okay. No matter how much it's okay, believe me, I've seen my fair share of like anime that do similarishly type. It always makes me feel a little uh, every time, no matter what it is, because it's just like yeah. the power dynamic is the problem. Is that she's an authority figure over him? It creates an imbalance. So I'm just like, Ugh, you know, right? But hey, man. I'm here for the ride. This is just this is fiction. So let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so Dawson gets a little jealous when he sees Jen talking to a football player. Yeah. And Pacey tells him that he should get in there and be more like um, aggressive. And mm-hmm. he admits that he reads Co- Cosmo. And he's like, why do you read Cosmo? He's like, I have three menstrually, menstrually diverse sisters. Cosmo is my savior. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting a real insight into Pacey. Like, just Pacey's life is very complex. Right. Is all I can say. <laughs> um, so um, Dawson goes over there and he invites Jen to go to the movies as like a group hang. But to make yeah. it a group hang, he needs to like get Joey to like um, commit uh, to going. <laughs> Joe, and Joey she does it because you do things for the ones you love. <laughs> yeah, like, no, she. Basically said she'd rather die in a plane crash or something like that. Where right. she's like, no, no, thank you. Don't, no, I don't want to. Because she's already feeling some type of way. It's like the whole lead up to this is just her being like, God damn it, why? One thing after another. Right. Oh, and just to rewind a little bit, that morning before school, we had a little scene with Jen and her grandmother. Um, yeah. Where we kind of find out Jen doesn't really do religion, and her mom, her grandmother's very religious. Yeah, she's um, And she asks about like the relationship between Joey and Dawson, and she says that girl's been climbing in the window for ten years. <laughs> she's like, neither go to church. I believe they're what you call the wrong element. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can we also kind of like find out a little bit about um, Joey's background, like what who mm-hmm. she's living with her sister. And her right. boyfriend, and she's pregnant, and right. her, her sister's boyfriend happens to be black, and that's not okay with the grandma, apparently. Yeah, the right. grandma's pretty strict. She's got a lot of, uh, um, a lot of uh, weird thoughts and beliefs. <laughs> yeah, so after the scene with Joey and Jen, where Joey tried to, like, hide <laughs> after class, yeah. she, she asks, like, why does my grandmother rag on you? And that's where she says, she's like, pick a topic. She's like, you know, there's my unwed pregnant sister and her black boyfriend. Um, yeah. Her father went to prison for trying to sell mar- um, yeah. a lot of marijuana. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm like, but it's legal now. I'm like, his, his record should be stricken. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, he yeah, and his record expunged by now. I right. know. <laughs> um, yeah. And we find out that her mom died from cancer because she's like, "Oh, it was this cancer thing that got her," and that's the most she wants to like divulge about that. Yeah. Um. So the <laughs> Pacey's like says the Dawson. So me, you, we we are stalking a faculty member tonight. <laughs> 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 oh my god, it's so it's so cringe. Like the whole interaction was just like, oh god. Again, keep thinking they're fifteen. They're fifteen. Right. They would do this dumb stuff. Dumb fifteen-year-olds right. do this stuff. They stalk their teachers because they have a weird, dumb crush on them and and embarrass themselves at a movie theater. 
Oh my god. So we had like a, a sisterly interaction. I felt it felt very real. Like she's like, yes. she's like, if you're gonna borrow my clothes, her older sister's like, if you're gonna borrow my clothes, fine. She's like, just don't like leave them under your bed. And Joey's, like, she's like, got it. And Joey's like, we'll stay out of my room. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, at first I didn't understand the relationship until like I like, explained it, and I was huh. just like, oh, okay, now I understand why they were a little like because I was like, oh, like I couldn't tell like if it was her mom at the time because I don't think they explained it really just yet. And okay. um, and it really put everything into focus. Like right then, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." I would. My sister would have said that to me for sure. Would have said to her. So then and later, I, feel, I love. Lipstick. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, that was really <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about the lipstick scene. It was really really cute. Oh, that's what I was gonna go see next. So later, as she's like yeah. rushing out the door, she like stops her, puts the lipstick on, and they kind of have like a sweet like smile moment. It was and and I love the song that's playing because that actually comes back later on in the series when she graduates. So. <laughs> yeah, it was like one of the only times it felt like Zoe is truly happy or felt good at that moment because, like, the whole episode felt like she was just getting blown, like, getting the blow one after the other. Like, just couldn't handle, like, what was the relationship with Dawson. Now they got a new girl in the mix. Right. You know what I mean? And it, just, uh, it was nice to see her, like, smile a little bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so as they're making their way, the group is making their way to the movie theater. Um, Jen comments on liking her lipstick, and she's like, "Oh, what color is that?" And Joey's like, "Oh, wicked red." Uh, she's like, "I love your hair color. What number is that?" Like trying to be like, "You're a bottle blonde." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, she's oh so sharp." Ah, that's what I'm saying. I, keep, I kept thinking, like, girl, look, green is not your color. This is not the way. <laughs> but you know what? I will admit, I was a little bit petty with that in my younger years, and I felt that. Like, I was like, yeah. I, I, every time I don't Absolutely. think that, it's still in me. I, it kicks up every once in a while. <laughs> no, it, yeah. I, well, that's the whole thing. Like, she just, she's on her, on, full of hormones. So like, if you just imagine, just chock full of those little hormones, just right. like ragging, die, kill people at any moment, and like you're really just you don't even have your full brain going on. So like, I totally get why she's doing it again. Like fifteen, totally get. Yeah, <laughs> just, I always say I'm too old like, and tired to act like that. Now. <laughs> I just keep thinking like it's like watching watching yourself in the past, and you're like, don't do that. Oh God. Don't do that. Like, <laughs> but I know why you did that. <laughs> have nightmares about the exact thing when you're 30 in bed, just laying there thinking about that embarrassing moment where you said that horrific thing to that perfectly innocent person. <laughs> do <laughs> so then um, Joey just blurts out. So, Jen, you a virgin? <laughs> She's like, because Dawson's a virgin. And two virgins make for a really sloppy first time, don't you think? <laughs> I swear, I had so many moments where I was just like, oh my god, what? <laughs> Who is that? And again, like, they're going to have to drag the creek to find your body. <laughs> Jen, are you alive? Are you alive? Like, so I kept thinking, like, damn. This girl, she's from New York, too, which is kind of like, and the fact that she, like, was keeping it together, I'm like, good for you. I mean, like, uh in some places that would be literally fighting like yeah. girls be fighting cutting each other up dead 
There were there were little little tiny like crumbs of Jen yeah. trying to like keep it together. Like at school, yeah. she said to Justin, I I need a cigarette right now. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. um what did she say? I was to her grandmother when her grandmother was like, Oh, if you want to go to the movies, go to the movies. Just make sure you come to church with me on Sunday. And she's like, I'm firm in my beliefs. And she's like, I'm trying really yeah. hard to keep my rebellious nature in check right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, so mature. Like all of them feel like crazy mature for their age and all like so self aware. Like she was right. just like, I'm an atheist. I'm not going to church. You got to let go. Right. And I love the I love the compromise she comes up with. <laughs> so compromise I call Al on this compromise because so she, the compromise is I'll go to church if you say penis and the <laughs> the grandma is like all shocked like clutching her pearls like you stop that talk. <laughs> but I don't think they mention it in the pilot. But her grandmother is a retired nurse, so the word penis shouldn't bother her. <laughs> Should it? It should, but she did kind of give her like a look, like, well, "What do you mean?" <laughs> and um, and and Jeff was like, "Listen, it's clinical. It's exactly. correct. It's correct. <laughs> it's not a word. It's not a curse. It's not a euphemism. It's not. It's literally just penis." And it's just she just still like stared at her, like, "How oh, can you say those words in my presence?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, Jen. Yes, I, I'm. I really like Jen. I think Jen's a, a great character so far." <laughs> Um, so they take their seats and Pacey sees Mrs. Jacobs and he goes to sit with her. She's alone. And she seems a little freaked out. And what he says, oh, my friend's over there. And she's kind of, she was hard to read because she was flirting with him. But in this oh, moment, sure. she kind of freaked out. And when he said he was there with his friends, she right. was like, oh, good. Like, go to your friends. <laughs> right. right. Well, I mean, she was like, you stalking me? That's what I've read um, it as is like, have, did you follow me here? Right. And also probably like, shit, I did flirt with this kid quite a bit, like an idiot, and now it's like bad <laughs> situation. Like, kind of had like a flash of that over her face, like for a half a second. Right. Probably a mix of both. Like, oh, this child is now stalking me <laughs> because I flirted with him. So Damn the lights, the lights go out, and the movie starts. And there's kind of this, like, push and pull of, uh, is Dawson going to hold Jen's hand? And they're both kind of, like, aware that that's happening, but they're trying to play it cool. And Joey's, like, staring at the hands, like, it better not, it better not. <laughs> Another one of those moments! I just went, like, the, I swear I squealed like crazy during these days. Like, this is so secondhand embarrassing. Like, I just can't. Like, now we leave the, leave the movie theater. Like, don't say anything. Just walk away. So, Joey. It's like a horror movie. Dawson finally goes for it and they like hold hands. And Joey's immediately like, So, Jen, are you a size queen? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and Jen's like, Well, I don't know. She's like being a virgin. I guess I never really thought about it that much. How about you, Joey? Oh She's like, oh no. That's what I'm saying about Jen, though. You really got to give it to Jen because she did not even. It were there was like a half a second's hesitation before she responded. She was ready to meet Joey at any time. I loved it. I was like, she was like, she was ready to be her right at the eyes. She's like, you're gonna come for me, say dumb shit like this. I would be happy to entertain you because obviously you got she like clocked Joey. I feel like the minute she met her, like yeah. oh, 
Because she asked her too. She's like, asked her, are you Dawson together? And she's like, yeah. no, we're friends. And it's like, mm, okay, yeah. girl, whatever. And I feel like that was kind of like Jen's way of like respecting girl code. Like, if that's your boyfriend, I'm not going to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, Joey is obviously just not there yet. Je- no. Something's happened to Jen in New York. We don't know what it is. That's probably right. made her so mature. But yeah. So, um, Dawson drags uh, Joey into the lobby, and right before she yeah. leaves, she looks at Jen. She's like, "Did you notice the long fingers?" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Meanwhile, um, never stop. Never stop. <laughs> another teacher, um, the film teacher, actually is meeting Miss um, Jacobs for the movies, and she asks yeah. if uh, Pacey's bothering her, and he's like, "Who's this guy?" And there's like a little scuffle, and where the popcorn gets thrown, and the person behind him gets up and punches Pacey. <laughs> you know what? I said, good. Pacey needed to be punched. The kid was out of control. Like, he was literally stepping up to this man, like, if he already was with this teacher, and he's in, oh man, it was so disrespectful. I was like, yeah, that, uh, you know, Pacey deserved a punch in the eye for that one. He was being crazy all episode. So in the lobby, Dustin and um, Joey are screaming at each other, and she's basically telling him that he's self-absorbed and he can't see right, like what's right in front of him. Like, there's a reason I'm acting the way that I'm acting, but I'm not telling you why I'm acting this way. (laughs) Couldn't have been more clear, but dumb, dumb golden retriever. Yeah, Dawson. I don't get it. I don't like. And she's like, of course you don't. (laughs) She's like, you just think everything's like a movie or conflict for your next script. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like there's nothing going on, you know, in the whole thing. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I literally, I love Jen and felt for Joey. That was how I experienced this whole episode. I was like, damn, this girl, she just can't catch a break. <laughs> she, just, she literally basically told Dawson straight up, like, I like you without yeah. saying, like, I like you. And right. idiot, idiots in love. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the best. Part idiots in love. Love it. So um, Dawson brings Jen home, and he apologizes for Joey's behavior, and um, he kind of wants to go in for a kiss, but then Jen's grandmother puts the light on, and she's like, I'm just going to pretend that we kissed. And he he kind of well, like thought, He's just like, that puts a yeah, smile I, on yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought he kind of like leaned in, right? And like, I don't know if Jen really wanted to. So he kind of like went, uh, and then everything happened all at the same time. And I was just like, kind of had a moment where you could see like uh, Jen kind of like turn away, like half yeah. a second beforehand. Yeah. And it's just like, things are just so awkward the whole night, all the way around. And then I think she also like apologizes because she thinks she's the one who really messed it all up. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'm like, that ain't right. Like, put you in like the worst positions ever and you just held your own through it so i think you don't need to apologize for nothing that was just you're in the middle of a mess girl you just did to a mess that's all this was that's part of what i really love about this show is like underneath all of the like sat words and like that you need like a dictionary and a thesaurus to understand what they're saying they have those moments where they just act like teenagers and you remember how that feels 
It's a crazy juxtaposition to see them make horrible decisions, like bad decisions only people who are 15 raging with hormones would make. And then when they talk about what happened, they articulate it in such a way that's so profound and so like... It's like, how can people that like, sound so intelligent make such dumb decisions? <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's like, how are they so poetic and so like emotionally mature and then go <laughs> or like you know just asking perfect stranger that you barely know if she's a size queen like come on like it's just crazy <laughs> oh my god um so pacey's walking home on and he sees miss jacobs um hanging out by the docks and she apologizes yep. to him and that he may have misunderstood that she, that she was only renting a video and he calls her out on it he's like that's bullshit He's like, you were flirting yeah. with me. You wanted it. You liked that a younger man was interested because you're on the verge of That's 40. Right. And I was like, hey, I'm on the verge of 40. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. Like, Am like, I Miss Jacobs? <laughs> would, you, would you get with Pacey? Huh? No. <laughs> At this point in my life, I don't want to date anybody like in their like under 30. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, sure. Is it a little fun? See what she's doing, but at the same time, like it goes no further than that. What else is there? He's right. not. I mean, maybe okay. So in this world, fifteen-year-olds are incredibly profound. Like so, maybe <laughs> some world where she can like connect with someone like uh, Pacey because he's so together. But he's like the least together out of everyone right. too. Like, <laughs> youngest, he's sure. He's got all the things that just would say no, 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 no. <laughs> she's like, no. I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing, and it's like, uh, <laughs> okay, whatever. Then have fun. <laughs> um, so it all ends with her basically saying, "You're wrong about one thing. You're not a boy," and she kisses him. Oh God! I was like, ah, no, that's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and. Then she kind of realizes what she did. She has a lucid moment, we'll say, and she's like, oh, God. <laughs> like, what did I do? <laughs> like, hits the ground. She's like, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I just undo? And she made it worse. It's worse right. now. Worse. He's obsessed. Because, again, he's also a virgin. A man virgin. He's going to, uh, like, imprint on her. Like a baby duckling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is what's happening. I know. She's in now right oh i'm in i'm so this. i gotta know what happens but it's <laughs> but like that is it i hope she's prepared because mm, that is what she chose she walked so, right into it he she runs off and he says i'll see you in class miss jacobs like he kind of just says it to himself <laughs> and God, so dawson goes home and joey's like hiding in his closet and he's like what are you doing in this she's like hanging with the clothes <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not weird at all. <laughs> and he's like, "What happened to me?" And they kind of just talk in circles, like they're just saying words, but not actually saying anything. She and she's just like, "When I saw you holding her hand, it's not like I wanted to be the one holding your hand. I just don't want her holding it." Like basically, like trying to like deflect, like that she cares about him. <laughs> <laughs> so she's avoiding it she yeah. wants to she doesn't want to say it yet like she knows what like that's the whole thing like uh, about like you don't really know what you're feeling but you're feeling it so incredibly intensely 
So like, I feel I, a part of me is interpreting that as Joey is in love with Dawson because they've known each other their whole lives. Why wouldn't you fall in love with the boy next door? Right. And also it's James Vanderbeek. He's really attractive. <laughs> um, but kind of like, she doesn't want to say, cause she doesn't even know that's what it really is. Cause they're so young. They don't even know. And then, but, but Dawson's just like, listen, friend zone girl, like just no thanks. Right. Thanks. No. thanks, And, and then again, that's just going to be another kind of like a traumatic thing for Joey. Cause it's going to be her first foray into knowledge Herbie. of any of those feelings. Oh, like, so, um, so she goes to leave, and he's like, where are you going? Like, it's Saturday night, you sleep over. Like, you were just on a date with another girl, and then you're going to have your best girlfriend sleep in your bed? I don't think so. dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's literally just, literally a golden retriever boy, if there ever was one. He must have been how it started. They must have figured, <laughs> looked at his hair, the way his hair was. It looked like a golden retriever, that's the type of guy. Oh my god! So this is like, <laughs> like a full circle scene back to the, like the beginning of the episode because she's like, yeah. "We're changing. We can't do this anymore." And yeah. he's like, "Nothing's gonna change. I can tell you anything." And she's like, "Oh yeah? How often do you walk your dog?" Now I have a little behind the scenes um, info. Okay, tell me. They were not allowed to use the word masturbation. Out of all the words they used, okay. they were not allowed to use masturbation. So they had to come up with a phrase for masturbation, and it was walk your dog. It's, 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 whatever. it took me a second. I'm not going to lie. I was like, what? what, what and again, and Greg's like, like, oh, he's oh. like, why? why? Yeah. yeah, it really went, it flew, it like went over my head, stopped for a minute, and then came back yeah. around. I was like, oh. Ah, walk your dog. Okay, okay. Well, because what yeah, she says yeah. after kind of like leads in to make sense of it, because she's yeah. like, you know, how many times yeah. did I to like to who or to what? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, exactly. oh, that's when, oh. Yeah, that's when the light bulb came on. I was like, oh, 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 and she made a good point. I mean, at that time, she made a perfectly great point. Like, if you're not willing to tell me about this, then how are we really can talk about anything? Like, honestly. So he kind of like buckles and he's like he doesn't say anything and i found it funny that this was the thing that makes her face kind of crumple like see we can't talk about anything and she like leaves and runs off crying and she gets in her rowboat <laughs> as i'll stand by you please <laughs> yes i know right it was it, literally the whole episode was shit on joey the whole episode <laughs> and um Dawson comes to the window and he he calls her back at, or to look up and he says usually in the morning to Katie Couric and she, it takes her like a second to like process what he's saying and she's like oh my god and she like laughs and they're good. These writers, what you're doing? You're toying with my emotions because I always love okay like if, i don't know if this is the actual otp of the show because i haven't seen the show at all so it's complete virgin watching for me so i'm completely mm -hmm. un unaware so it's pilot for me but if they Do are not google anything <laughs> uh, no, i'm not gonna google anything um this is otp one true pairing for this show they're playing with my emotions here so i thought oh the door the door is closed. Dawson is not into Joey. Jo it's unrequited love on Joey's part. So I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, poor Joey. Poor Joey. But this little interaction makes me think otherwise. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, don't play with me. Because it made me feel like he does 
he wants to open, he wants to be open with her enough <laughs> to, like, you know, I yeah. mean, that not that kind of a hint in a way? I don't know. We'll find out. Mm. She planted the seed and now he's thinking about it and it's growing. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm wondering if this is going to turn into a will they, will they, again, don't spoil for me, but like, it's kind of like if they're like, will they get together? Do they almost make it? And then they just, the timing's not just right or whatever. I love this story. So I'm very excited. But, <laughs> yes. So Joey hears somebody laughing and she looks over and she sees Dawson's mom kissing her co-anchor. That's right. Oh my God. Dawson was right. And ah! she looked. She looked back up at the window to see if Dawson also saw it, but he's already gone. Ah! And that's how the pilot ended, with her basically just floating away on her rowboat <laughs> down the creek. <laughs> that's even, that's crazier as a pilot that they had the balls to be like, "No, we're gonna end it on a we're gonna end it on a question because we're coming, <laughs> we're coming back. This pilot is going to series." Oh yeah, and yeah. it's like, well, obviously, we definitely did. But what was Dawson seeing? Because I really that little rewind, rewatch. I'm like, she's just saying the word "bah." Like, but there was an alternate screenshot that I I don't know if it's on the DVDs or if it's just like came out years later on the internet where he did see it. Yeah. Oh wow. So okay. I don't know like where the show would have went had they gone that route. <laughs> oh. That's what I mean. Like, so, like, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, what, like, oh, that's how, that's the choices of the creators and the and the showrunner and the writers and all that stuff. It's just making good choices to kind of like really entice the people who are gonna, you know, give a thumbs up on something. So, because that's what they did. I mean, like, they really ended it on kind of like, there's a chance with these very cute couple, okay? Mm -hmm. And then also, how is Joey going to handle? The situation of her knowing for sure that his mom is that that Dawson's life isn't exactly as perfect as everyone thinks it is. Yeah, especially now. No, and, and so now as, as his best friend, how does she tell her tell him this? Right, <laughs> something she should say because, like, a lot that's the same situation a lot of people find themselves in. Like, do I insert myself in a situation that I really shouldn't because mm -hmm. you know, shoots injured? scenario and so there's so much potential for drama that i totally get why this got picked up <laughs> well so also like the wb was still a new network they didn't have five nights a week programming yeah. at this point i think they only had two okay. or three and i i was a huge okay. buffy the vampire slayer fan and i remember there was a two-parter for buffy because they were launching a new night so buffy was moving to yeah. tuesdays and dawson's creek premiered right after it Wow. So okay. I so think, this road I think they were just going to show Dawson's Creek whether it was a hit or not because they were like, we're launching. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, now that makes a lot more sense because WB was like the, the place you would go to for like programming that wasn't as family friendly, I guess you would say, as like ABC or CBS or NBC at the time. Yeah. Because like those were either like, like, ABC and CBS is where you would see our, our lovely dynasty and like, you know, <laughs> all of the family matters, the um, yeah. stuff like that, you know, and, uh, and this is definitely not that this is yeah. kind of, you know, Fox territory. It was like an answer to Fox too. At the same time, like, I think like the following season, they went to like five nights a week programming. Cause that's when they had Felicity charmed 
all yeah. the other like, I watched Buffy, like, after it had run. Like, I got a chance to catch it on um, DVD at one point. Somebody let me in. I just, we just binged through the whole kid. One, in- one of my top yeah. favorite TV shows. I love yeah. Buffy. <laughs> it's been a very long time. But this is all in that same time frame, late yeah. 90s, early 2000s. Spaghetti straps abound. I was just going <laughs> to say, like, we can talk about we're the not, we're a little not quite bit. at butterfly clips yet. I think that might be next season. Yeah, that's quite, that's quite, that's quite. But like Katie Holmes was like the perfect, was like the perfect like poster child for that time frame. She had like the perfect flat stomach, was able to wear all the rise stuff. Like she was like the very girl next door. And then um I love the dress that um, Michelle Williams wore like it was quintessential like early two thousands like Delia's with the spaghetti <laughs> straps like meats thing on top it was so like I was just living all of my life through that I was like this is exactly what I remember that time frame being like it's really great it's funny Can't wait till they get to <laughs> I guess around this time like the late nineties was when TV started to kind of change and it was becoming more intelligent. Because mm-hmm. usually, back in the day, the pilot of a show was ne- usually considered the worst episode of the show, because there's a lot of exposition, yeah. and you're trying to get to know the characters and their relationships to each other. And they did that in here, but they did it in a smart way, where it, they kept it interesting. With Absolutely. Twins. Like I said, I, I'm dying to know. I'm not kidding. <laughs> like, I don't it was like uh, absolute. I felt like I lost myself too. It feels like weirdly timeless, even though that the the fashion is definitely like you know it gives you the vibe of what time it was. But like, yeah. I felt like I really did kind of fall into it, just like you know with any uh, a lot of the other soaps. Like they kind of just hook you with the story, and everything else just kind of fades away. Yeah. So it really did that. Or pilot is pretty great. Yeah. I kept thinking of like. Uh, like my preconceived notions of the show was like it's a bunch of very rich white kids get in all kinds of weird shenanigans. Like that's kind of <laughs> no, that's not what's going on. It's Beverly Hills. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so I just thought this was like a northeast version of that, right? right. Um, so I, I think they're no in Massachusetts. I'm pretty sure they're in Massachusetts. It gives a very northeast like. Well, it was um, filmed in North Carolina, Wilmington, which is where um, oh. I know what you did last summer was filmed, and yeah. <laughs> also where One Tree Hill. I don't know if you've ever watched One Tree Hill. Okay, so I was looking at James Vanderbeek's IMDb because I wanted to check this because I was thinking I was like, okay, so I know him. He, him, and like I want to say maybe Katie Holmes was probably like the breakout breakout star of the show that actually was able to kind of like branch away and do other things and. Well, but Michelle, they all Williams, kind of- Michelle Williams is an Oscar winner, Jen. That's yeah. true. That's also true. <laughs> uh, but I was—I forgot about that. Oh my god! <laughs> so like, we all, I was checking in to see like everybody what they did because I couldn't remember like what did James Jarvis really do outside of Dawson's Creek? And I was like, Park City Blues was another one, but that was kind of around the exact same time. And yeah. I was just like, I was like, oh, he was a like a cameo guy. He went and he was like in um, he had a billing for like four episodes of One Tree Hill, and I was like, yeah. wait a minute. One Tree Hill, 
around the same time as this? And if so, was there a crossover? Because that's crazy no. if there was. It was like 10 years ago. Oh. <laughs> but he did oh. play like a movie producer. So it kind of like. Oh. Really... <laughs> okay. Is that, you know, I love, I would love like a blending because, you know, if you think about it, like what if like the world, the world of Dawson's Creek, the world of Felicity and like, I don't know, the one at a time, we're all in the same universe but they are a part of like different locations. It's cool to think about it that way. Cause then that they can have cool, actually. <laughs> what, if, what if they had a crossover moment and then yeah. you, they would meet each other. That would be wild. So I'm going to get that on a fanfic. They should have done that with Buffy and Charmed, honestly. Yes. Oh my gosh. But yeah. All right, I, well, do, you, do you have anything else to add on this before we wrap it up? Oh, I don't know. Like I said, I'm just ready to to see what happens for sure. Did you take pages um, notes like you did with Dynasty? <laughs> no, no, I did take notes. I did take notes, and they weren't like very extensive because, like, I, since I've never really seen it, and I don't have a lot of experience with the actual characters. Like, uh -huh. I don't have a lot of like underlying opinions just yet. Wait until the the end of the first season. I'm sure I'll probably have all kinds of thoughts. <laughs> we'll <do laughs> um, the the first wrap up your thoughts. <laughs> but go back to the first season. I've seen all of this like leading on dialogue that's like led me to believe what they're gonna do later on, right? Kind of thing. But most of it was kind of Joey. I just I wrote like one line was just Joey, 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 Joey. <laughs> <laughs> she probably said something <laughs> that you were like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, stop, stop. I just, a lot of secondhand embarrassment, probably because of the nostalgia, like all the time, just how I felt. And, um, but I'm very, very much invested now. So we have to be going. <laughs> now you're going to have to supply me with my drug of choice. <laughs> I hope you're happy with yourself. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Got me hooked on it. You're my dealer. <laughs> Just enough to get you hooked, not enough to get you high. All right. <laughs> well, if you want to get on the podcast, you're going to have to pay me now. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us for our discussion of the pilot Absolutely. of Lawson's Creek. Um, yes. Thank you. We will be continuing, obviously, because yeah. she's hooked. I'm hooked again. I'm in all my feels for 90s nostalgia. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. As always, you can find us on all the socials at Queers and Soaps. And until next time, have a great night. Bye.